When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Welcome to The Drive. I'm Dale Lolly. He is the Matt Williamson, and it is a Monday, a beautiful Monday outside. It is beautiful outside. Yeah. I was sitting outside in shorts and a t-shirt, just getting soaking in sun with the wife. It was unbelievable. I almost felt like I was back at Mobile. It was. You got good weather there. I got really good weather. You got good, real lucky got, with that. That could be a lot worse. So the weird thing is, so I, I, I when I got back, my wife's like, oh, you got you got the sunburn pretty good. I'm okay. Like, because the media, where, where they have all the media people, they have the... the the coaches and scouts are on one side of the stadium. The media are on the other. And we're not allowed to cross over. Okay. Um, so all the sun was coming in on the left side where it was at the entire time I was out watching practice. Okay. So the first all day. On one side yeah, of the I, for, I forgot once again. So you'd think I'd start to remember this stuff, but I forgot to take sunscreen with me. So the first day, the entire left side of my. I look like Two Face. <laughs> look like Two Face yeah. Batman. Yeah. I actually heard many of the same stories because I listened to a bunch of podcast throughout the week of this is what i saw day one blah 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 almost everyone's like yeah half my face is burned because <laughs> <laughs> you you sit and stay, watch the practice yeah. field for six straight hours and most of us come from the north and don't think yeah. about sunscreen in well, it, february and january i didn't even think about it because it wasn't that and you know it's not like it was 90 right where we were sweating 60. or crazy yeah yeah just <laughs> yeah. direct sun and direct little, sun yeah a little it's, more south yeah good trip all in all yeah, it was good. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. And, uh, That's better than rain, rain and cold. Oh, and yeah. I remember my first year, I took like a light jacket and it was like 40. I'm like, we're in Alabama. I thought I didn't need you. Know, <laughs> we're we're in the Gulf the Coast. Time. Yeah. yeah. Wet and yucky. You know, I, I actually uh, flew into uh, uh, Pensacola, oh. which is right on the corner. So I was in Florida and drove over to. Okay. to uh, was that like an hour and a half, two hours, was, something like that? No, it was an hour. Not even, okay. Not even an hour, really. Yeah. Uh, but it's an easy drive, but you're right there on the on the Florida border with the, with the Alabama Florida border. You mm-hmm. think it would be warmer? You would think it'd be warmer. Yeah. yeah, but you got good weather. Yeah, there's good. good players down there too. Really good players down yeah. there, and I'm I'm looking now at uh, Daniel Jeremiah's top ten draft winners mm-hmm. following last week's Senior Bowl. So let's go over what uh, he thought. It might be hard to narrow it down to ten. I mean, there was a lot of strong showings. Yeah. Uh, so. He said uh, one of the number one first guy on here, Malachi Corley, mm, the uh, okay. Western Kentucky wide receiver. Certainly a good environment for him in that get him in space, get him up the field, get the ball to him quick. You know, not a real elaborate route tree, but also a bad environment for him because the quarterback stunk. Well, the quarterback stunk. <laughs> I was thinking from the other perspective of he couldn't show his tackle breaking ability yeah. in practices too. You know, running over defensive backs. Debo Samuel was the obvious, um, you know, comp to him. Is he, let's play this game too. How how do these guys affect the Steelers? If if could you see a world where he's their second round pick? Oh yeah, yeah, I could too. Yeah. I think he'd fit in well. And Arthur Smith's a big after the catch type of guy too. Yeah. you know, what I mean, I could see that being a real good fit. DJ said he thought he ran the really good routes during the drills, and that's why yeah. he. You know, that's you what you saying, wanted to see out of him. I remember you saying going in, you know, what he needs to show is can he run outs and comebacks yeah. and you know the basic route tree. Another thing about the Steel receivers is. Arthur Smith's going to want receivers a block, and he yeah. does. I mean, he yeah. throws his body around. Yeah, that's that's a big key. Yeah. Um, 
Braden Fisk, the defensive tackle out of Florida State, he got traded on game day. He got day. traded on game for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a trade. They didn't get anything back. But I guess they were short on defensive tackles. So he got to, in a way, it helped him. He got to go against the guys he's been playing against all week. And then he went out and, yeah, mm-hmm. kind of. Uh, he, he was great in the game. He was great in the game, yeah. And so I didn't notice, in last, I think it was Friday we talked about him, or Thursday. I didn't realize he is kind of a short-armed guy. But that's really about the only major negative I could find with yeah, him. Yeah, 31-inch arms yeah, for a guy that's 6'5". Is, is not ideal. No. But he tracks down plays all over the field, nasty, hard to block. He's a good player. Yeah. Uh, Talisi Fuaga, the offensive tackle out of Oregon State. Yeah, he was really good in one-on-ones. Yeah, he was. and it, it, It's really between him and, the, and Latham from Alabama. Who I mean, if you're looking for a plug-and-play right tackle, mm-hmm. it's those two guys. I would lump Mims in, too, and Guyton was only a right tackle at Oklahoma, too. I mean, he looks like a left. I think Guyton's going to need a little bit more seasoning. Probably. When you say plug and play, I think you're right about it. Same thing with Mims, Like, who do I want to start week one? Those two guys are are more experienced doing it. Yeah, and he sure shows it. I mean, his technique's really good. He's powerful. I mean, I think everyone knows, in those drills, it does not favor an offensive lineman. not at all. all. There's a lot of space and a lot of time. They they could go either way. There's no help to the inside. And he wasn't perfect. He got beat here and there by good players. There's good edge guys in that he's going against. But he definitely was the winner far more than he was the loser. Yeah. He's powerful. Uh, He could be a Steelers first-round pick. Oh, no doubt. Yeah. Yeah. Then he mentions Guyton. Okay. So different than him. Yeah. I mean, long and athletic and limber and flexible. You know, not the Fuagas doesn't have those traits, but it, Guyton has them in spades. Not a lot of uh, experience, though. I mean, Oklahoma had two tackles drafted in the top three right. rounds, you know, yeah. so he's still going to need some work. Uh, he mentions Theo Johnson, the tight end out of Penn State. Mm-hmm. I thought he clearly stood out as the best tight end there. He's a big dude. Yeah. I mean, I don't think he's. You know this. I mean, like, if you see Cam Newton or Josh Allen, their measurements don't—Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah. Their, their measurements don't do them credit for how big of a human being they are. He had that feel about him. Like, he looked bigger and more imposing than all the other tight ends. He is, like, 265, runs well, good hands, good player. Yeah. Uh, Quinion Mitchell, we've talked a lot yeah, about him. Yeah. He had a great week of practice. Great week of practice. Showed he could play press man. Rarely gave up completions, which that greatly favors receivers. Yeah. I mean, I think he's a— I don't say if he's a 50-50 to even be there at 20, but I think there's 95% think he's chance go that. I, I talked to some scouts down yeah. there. They don't think he goes that high. Mm. Um, you think that I, and I think, he's guaranteed first round or not even? Mm, I'm hearing like for first or second. Okay. Uh, but largely because the offensive linemen are so good. That's, it could end up pushing spots. Yeah, it could yeah, only yeah. It could end up pushing some of the cornerbacks down because you know when in doubt you take the big guy. Yeah, and, <laughs> and a mistake that all of us make, and you know, I'm guilty of as we speak, is fresh off Senior Bowl, he yeah. he verified yeah. himself as a first rounder. No, he didn't. You know, there's a <laughs> lot of time left. There's a lot of interviews left. There's a combine just right yeah, around we the have corner. A, he may go out and run a four six five at mm-hmm. the combine. Yeah, You're yeah. like, oh, and have terrible interviews yuck. and bad jumps yeah. and you know terrible drills. I mean, that's still it's not over. Uh, Michael Penix. He threw the ball well early in the week and then kind of, mm-hmm. eh, and then he didn't play in the game. So that's one thing that not being there, well, it's one of many things that I think you lose. I think there's great value watching all those guys throw in person. He okay. had the best arm of, okay. of the guys. I'm not, uh, that, well, up. I mean, I say that. The he, Tennessee kid could throw when it a million you, miles When you hour, combined yeah. armed, arm talent with accuracy. 
So I would say arm talent, not yeah. necessarily arm strength, but yeah. arm talent. I mean, throwing off a back leg, you know, with not his feet set, the yeah. quickness of his release. <clears throat> he throws the ball really well. Milton th- throws it harder and, and, and mm-hmm. you know, further. But yeah. Penix, I thought, threw with more just accuracy on, on mm-hmm. you know, the ball jumps out of his hand as well. That Certainly being said, I, I don't think he's a first round guy. I don't think he is either in today's NFL. I mean, he just doesn't create enough. Yeah. And some of it's just watching his final game at Washington against a legit Ravens-like defense. But I'm not saying he doesn't process well enough. But, but with a good offensive line in front of him. I say with a really good line and ridiculous receivers, yeah. he struggled a lot. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we talked a lot about this guy as well. Darius Robinson, mm. uh, the defensive lineman out of Missouri. I do think he solidified himself I can see that. as a first-round guy because there just aren't many big guys mm-hmm. like him in this draft. I heard a comparison I kind of liked. It's a Super Bowl contributor here is Eric Armstead. Armstead's a little taller, but, like, Armstead's going to line up at the end in this game. He's going to line up at three technique. He's going to line up maybe even over the nose on passing situations. This guy thinks more explosive. He's not as long, but nobody could block him. Yeah. I mean, he's a legit 6'5", 300-pounder that looks like a Greek god. Explosive, (laughs) yeah. Yeah. I I hate to say this, but... I could see him being the Ravens' first-round pick. The Ravens, I bet, would love what he does. Yeah. Especially if, you know, Matabuke goes or a couple of edge guys. Yeah, unless somebody else grabs him ahead of him. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. He has Peyton Wilson, uh, the linebacker at NC State, as a winner here. And I didn't see a lot from him. But, I, yeah. I mean, it's tough in those kind of situations. Sure. Um, the short arms. The really short arms is for, troublesome for me. He's like 6'4 with really short arms. Yeah. There was a lot of buzz about him coming in, you know, that only concerns this guy are medical and – I mean, did make plays. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm yeah. not saying he's bad. I just, I'd have a hard time. You, I mean, like, I would not trade the Steelers' second round pick right now for him. Yeah, yeah. I think you'd do better. Uh, Roman Wilson, the wide receiver out of Michigan. I like. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he, he screams better NFL career than college career. If he goes to a passing offense, which I'm sure will be more than what he did. Which at is Michigan. a problem for me. With uh, once again. A Michigan guy, and I understand mm-hmm. that they won the national championship this sure. year. But people are talking about the quarterback like he's a first-round pick, and they mm-hmm. never let him throw the ball to a guy who, like Roman Wilson, yeah. who is a borderline first-round pick. I would say he's not going to last much, <laughs> probably past the top 50. I mean, no yeah. matter what. He can play slot. He can play outside. He's super fast. He's not tiny. He's aggressive. I hear you with Michigan, though. I mean, I watched McCarthy and thought, He's okay. I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm sure he'll interview well and all that stuff. But and I'm sure they have other receivers that uh, in uh, yeah. I'm Ann sure Arbor Roman pretty decent, Roman yeah. Wilson wasn't the only one there. And I understand they you know decent mm-hmm. running backs and all that yeah. stuff. And, and you know the offensive line were good. I, I just and name the game's winning and yeah. they won it all. But it's a little odd that you know these first round quarterbacks aren't throwing the ball a lot you know, a ton. Right? Yeah. Those were his winners after the week of practice. His game takeaways for Daniel Jeremiah. Hmm. Um, he said Rattler was the top performer at quarterback. Yeah, I thought he had a decent week, and there's talent there. Yeah. He's not as big and he's pretty as tiny. some of the other yeah. guys. Yeah, I mean, at least he's pretty well built. You can see why he was a highly recruited kid, you know, and I guess apparently he's grown up a lot. It's been six years since he was a recruit. <laughs> he looks like a third-round flyer, fourth-round pick, maybe. Yeah, it was just a few years ago. He was supposed to be the you know the number one pick in the draft. Oh, I think there was like a Netflix special on yeah. him coming out, and he kind of got a little ahead of himself. Yeah, yeah make all the crazy throws. Like, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. The Mahomes throws and stuff. Well, how about making the 
football routine throws first. Yeah. Routine plays routine, yeah. Uh, by the way, Sam Hartman was, wow, yeah, bad. Yeah. And he's old. And, and he's, he's old, not yeah. super talented. I don't know what you do with him. Yeah. I, I think yeah. nothing is what you do with him. Yeah. Um, talks about the defensive backs here. Uh, Evan Williams, a safety out of Oregon. Um, he's kind of interesting. Couple Six of three. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I've heard him kind of as the strong safety linebacker hybrid type. You know, middle just middle of the field defender. Yeah. I'd have some interest. You could use a 6'3 guy in the Steelers that can run and makes plays on the ball. Uh, I mentioned that uh, Washington State's uh, Charles Smith-Wade, uh, nice diving interception yeah, great in the play. game as well. Uh, I don't know a ton other than Get up and returned it yeah. 83 yards. Yeah, that was crazy. <laughs> the play of the day. Uh, and uh, Louisville's the Louisville Jar- yeah, yeah, Jarvis uh, Brownlee Jr., uh, he made uh, Lance Zierlein's day two standouts at the practices mm-hmm. and then goes out and had a good game, as did Georgia safety Tyke Smith. I, I like both the Georgia safeties, too. Yeah. Bullard and Smith. They both can do some slot stuff. They have versatility. They look like they'll be awesome special teamers. I don't know a ton yet about Brownlee, the Louisville kid, but he started to really get on the radar as the week went on. Heard some of these draft nicks talking about day two for him. You know, certainly not the top tier of corner, but, you know, could be in the mix if the Steelers don't go corner in round one. Yeah. Um, of course, he not mentioned. Not as big as an imposing as some of the other guys. Yeah, right. Yeah. Right. I mentioned that Fisk had a big day. Yeah, he did. Um, again, he made a lot of plays. That was such an advantage for him. I think it was, too. Having yeah. you know, That would be like, okay, Steelers are going to play the Browns this week, and the Browns' offensive line comes in and works against the Steelers all week long. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right, right. <laughs> and or, then you get into the game like, okay. You or know. trading them Cam Hayward at 12.58 <laughs> on game day. You know, like, I, I think I can do my best against Daniels and yeah, Isaac. I just went out and worked Cole against and, these right, guys and, all week long. I know exactly what yeah. can beat them, and, well, that's yeah. what happened. But I did like Fisk's hustle and makes plays well down the field. Like, he would fit in here from that regard, like the way Cam chases the ball. Yeah. I uh, said so the uh, undersized running backs. Uh, the backs Imani, were kind of impressive. Imani yeah. Bailey, Cody Schrader um, looked good. I really like the Kentucky kid, Davis. The bowling ball catches the ball extremely well, really, really thick. Um, the New Hampshire kid looks like a really good receiver as well. I don't know their names well enough can, because, frankly, I don't think the Steelers are going to be in a running back market, but they could be in a priority free agent running back yeah. market. And I think that's guys, more what you're yeah, looking for. Looking for the next Jalen Warren. Unless they're, you know, their last pick, they're sitting there and saying, yeah, hey, we yeah. had like a third-round grade on this guy. There's no reason. Just to take him. There's no way he should be available. And then Lloyd. Which happens at running back. It definitely happens at running back. They fall and, you know, got everything else met and there's no one else. Someone's just standing up with a much higher grade than everybody else. Lloyd from USC, I think, is a pretty good player, too. Yeah, like, yeah. he could be on my fantasy team next year. I mean, he does a lot of good stuff. Yeah. Uh, and he said uh, McCaffrey, Luke McCaffrey, yeah. looked good. Um, he does a lot of different things. I, I I'd like to bring him to camp. I don't I dislike mean, him at all. Yeah. No. I'm not saying you can I don't get want him to say cheap. he's Antoine Randall or anything like that, you know, quarterback converted. But we've seen guys it's like that. It's not a bad comparison, though. We've seen guys Smart. like that come into the NFL. Edelman and, and yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the yeah, Randall's a coach now. Yeah. I mean, these smart dudes. They see the game it. differently. They see the game different. And the way he was brought up and his background is really enticing. And he hasn't been a receiver for long. Yeah. Also can return punts, you know. I mean, so I don't know where he'll go in the draft. Like, I wasn't implying you can get him for free as a free agent. You know, like, I'd just like to bring him to camp. But I would love to see him in a Steeler uniform. Yeah. See what happens. 
Uh, he said two offensive linemen uh, stood out, uh, Wisconsin's Tanner Bordellini uh, and yeah. uh, Connecticut's Christian Haynes. We talked a lot about Haynes. Haynes. Had a good week. Yeah, he had a really good week. Bordellini struggled in some of the one-on-one stuff, mm-hmm. but was better in the game, which happens sometimes with centers. Which I wouldn't hold too much against him, yeah. too. Like, I've been told he's... He's, you know, like just reading up on him going in there, he's like, he's going to look better in the game than the practice. You know, he's not, he's not Guyton out there that looks yeah. tremendous and just body beautiful and, or Powers Johnson just pushing people around from the center spot. He's going to have some rough goes of it in, in, in the week, but he might be a eight year starter as the yeah 15th best center in the league when he gets here. As we talked about it when we, before we went to the senior bowl or before I went to the senior bowl, the Wisconsin Especially interior linemen don't yeah. usually. There's not a high bust rate. There. Yeah, so just just hearing <laughs> Wisconsin center being asked to go to the Senior Bowl, I'm like, he'll probably make it. Yeah, you know, there's a pretty good history there. I uh, said uh, two defenders were highly active in the game. Uh, they, those were uh, North Carolina linebacker Cedric Gray and Kentucky mm. linebacker Tevin Wallace. Gray stood out to me. I mean, he's a little smaller. He's not the super long guy. I don't know his dimensions off the top of my head, but. I think he's like 225, 230. Runs well, made a lot of plays yeah. well outside the box. That's the modern that's the modern yeah. inside linebacker in the NFL. It the, is. The, the days of having a 6'3", 250-pounder on the inside, they, those they guys are got it. like white whales now. Yeah, 100%. Like, look at this game coming up. There's Warner and Greenlaw is an unbelievable pairing. And then the Chiefs have four of them. I mean, they yeah. use four different guys, all situational. You know, it, it, it works out really well. Yeah, so you just collect those guys. Mm-hmm. And... I've kind of given linebacker a little more thought just in the last day or two for the Steelers. Like, I thought, let's just run it back, grab an Alexander. I might want an Alexander plus, you know? I mean, yeah. It's, it's someone that maybe well, is a little there's... younger, a little more expensive. I think there's room there. I mean, they've carried five in the past. Mm-hmm. And so I don't mind... You know, going having again having three veterans there. I like the three man rotation yeah. idea, and, and then adding all. another guy there who maybe this maybe his rookie year he just plays special teams. Oh, you're talking about as a draftable player? Yeah, yeah, it, that would make some. And sense, maybe though. he passes Mark Robinson. It seems. Oh, yeah, 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 or any injury away from right. Just keeping four again too. Yeah, at that position, it's so hard to acquire them because so many of the first rounders bust or take forever, and. I think you just take a lot of bites at the apple and hope you find not Fred Warner, but I hope you find yeah. a serviceable third round pick or a free agent. And there's yeah. a lot of miles. Again, there. at the very least, they they they're core special teams players for mm-hmm. them because mm-hmm. they're linebackers. They know how to run down and hit somebody. Yeah, and, it's, and none of these linebackers are going to look like Levon Kirkland. They're all going to be able to run and change directions on punt coverage and punt team and yeah. kickoff and all that stuff too. You know, so no, I, I don't have a problem. Maybe spending more of a resource at linebacker than I originally thought. He is Matt Williamson. I'm Dale Lolly. You're listening to The Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. We're going to take a break. We'll be back with more right after these messages. Steeler fans, you can gear up with the latest sideline apparel, hats, or jerseys of your favorite players, authentic memorabilia, custom items, and exclusives you can only find directly from the team. At one of the officials, Steeler Pro Shops are located at Acrisure Stadium, Grove City Premium Outlets, or Tanger Outlets, or you can also visit online at Shop. Steelers.com. He is the Matt Williamson. I'm Dale Lolly. And uh, Matt, uh, it's Super Bowl week. It is Super Bowl week. I just started finally thinking about the game. I just did a radio hit with Mark Madden before we were on here, and he was asking me some breakdowns. I'm like, I haven't really thought about it. Yeah, yeah. people were asking me when I got back. Uh, um, you know, I went out with my uh, wife and mm-hmm. 
some people recognize me from you know, different groups and stuff. Who do you like in the Super Bowl? I'm like, I haven't really looked at it I, yet. I know. I've I said, given it very little thought. But it's hard to go against Mahomes. I know that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I like both teams. They're good. But there's not a lot of matchups I've dug into. My mind's been very heavy senior bowl and yeah. offensive coordinator for the Steelers slash coaching changes and hires around yeah. the league. That's where I've been on. Yeah, know, absolutely. Let's change that tune, though. Yeah, as this week goes on, we'll talk more about it. But yeah. uh, so today on NFL.com, Kevin Patra put together a uh, one-off season move for each AFC team mm. and how they can try to catch the, the Chiefs. Chiefs. Oh, okay. That's a good call. I'm Which sure NFC's tomorrow. It's kind of important because the Chiefs have been in the Super Bowl. Like They're getting pretty good at this they're thing. They're getting pretty yeah. 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 They hadn't gone to a Super Bowl from 19, what was 1970, or whatever, yeah, the Lendosses, like until, until Mahomes got there. Now they now they're there all the time. Yeah. So, yeah. And what's crazy is you can lose a Tyreek Hill. Maybe they're going to lose a Chris Jones this offseason, but I don't think anybody's counting them out You know, going no. forward either. Right. Why would you? I mean, he's 14-3 and three in the playoffs. It's unbelievable. 14-3. 14-3. Really he already has the second most playoffs. It's time for the second most playoff wins for a quarterback in NFL history. Is he 28? I think so, yeah. I mean, he's well under 30. Yeah. And he's. I think he's getting better. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I mean it's unbelievable. He just doesn't make the big mistake. Yeah. That's why, you know, when people talk, well, who's your, you know, who are you going to have a quarterback that can go into Kansas City and beat Mahomes? I don't know if anybody can. I mean, Allen's not, <laughs> Lamar's not. I mean, it doesn't mean they can't. But doesn't mean he can't it, do it on occasion. But you're not going right, to. I don't right, care. Right. There's nobody in this draft, for example. Oh, I agree. That yeah. I think is going to consistently do that. There's nobody. You know, going out and, and getting Kirk Cousins right. in free agency doesn't mean you're going to go in there and beat Mahomes in Kansas City. In fact— I mean, nobody's doing it. Right. Look what they did this year. They went on the road, yeah, and he beat Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson. Were they the, they were the one seed and the two seed, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's not too shabby. Yeah. Right? Against probably the dudes who win the MVP, and Allen will be the third or fourth runner-up. He's one of the finalists. Yeah. You know, I'm like— I, I, your answer at quarterback probably isn't going to be better than Allen or Lamar. So the thing is, you you have to have a you great, figure something else. You have to have yeah. a great team around that mm-hmm. quarterback, whoever it is. I mean, either way, you're at a disadvantage. You're at a disadvantage right, at that position. He's that special, right? Yeah. Um, but Brady was the same way for a long time, mm-hmm. and he didn't go to the Super Bowl every year. No, no. I mean, <laughs> in fact, if you look at Brady's, you know, he went early. Yeah. Then there was a, about a ten-year period. There was a lull in mm-hmm. the middle. And then he went again late. One hundred percent. Although I don't think twenty-year-old, twenty-eight-year-old Brady was th- thought of like this guy at all. No, I mean, no not even was, close. Yeah, but, you know. Uh, anyway, so let's take a look here. Yeah, I'm at, curious. Uh, you want to jump to the Steelers first? You want to save them? Let's save for last. Okay. Keep, so keep people hanging for the Ravens. Their big move is to keep Justin Matabuke in town, mm, regardless okay. of the cost. Franchise? I think you have to consider it. You have to consider it, but. Those guys are getting expensive. If, if I mean, you really do good. that, then you don't, you know, they, some of the other guys that they have in free agency mm-hmm. here, they lose a lot of the other pieces, the peripheral 100%. pieces. I mean, either way, I mean, if you keep Matabuke at any cost, it's going to be expensive. I yeah. mean, you're buying high. I think he's worth it. And for where that team is, I think I'm with him. I mean, that, that would probably be my vote, too. Yeah. You know, if that means cutting Ronnie Stanley and not having Beckham back and a couple other things, so be it. Yeah. Like Queen's not going to probably be back. And, you know, yeah, it's going to be going to be expensive. Uh, for the Buffalo Bills, say goodbye to some longtime vets. Mm. He's saying Stefan Diggs, Tredavious White, Jordan Poyer, Micah Hyde. I don't know about Diggs. 
I'd like to know more about Diggs. It's a $27.9 million cap hit. But Gabe Davis is up. I understand. I mean, you're not getting it out of Diggs. I mean, he yeah. had a 100-yard game, I think, in like his last 12, including the playoffs. Yeah. I just wonder if there's an injury there. That's my only thing. Is like Because he all of a sudden, he was gone. You know? Well, they started running the ball more. Mm-hmm. And Coordinator change didn't help yeah. him either. But you can't get that out of him at $27 million. No, no, no. I mean, almost $28 million. That, like, that, Yeah. That's rough. For the Bengals, apply the franchise tag to T. Higgins. That's going to be super expensive. Yeah. Hmm. But you probably don't do anything else then. I mean, that's yeah. all chips in. You assume Burrow's back to where he has been. You probably draft a right tackle and maybe a D tackle to replace Reader and hope you're the team you were two years ago, not this past year. I'd love to talk to him and get him a two- or three-year deal instead of the franchise tag, but... And I guess, I mean, if you franchise tag them and the Panthers you always call trade you, them, yeah. yeah, someone offers you a crazy godfather deal, you consider it before the draft. Said, here are the three options, and extend Higgins on a deal that is commensurate with his value, even factoring in the potential Jamar Chase extension. I'd say Chase and, and Burrow's going to be expensive, y- too. You're going to be paying your two wide receivers $50-plus million and your quarterback mm-hmm. $50 million. Mm-hmm. You get $100 mm-hmm. million tied up basically in three players. Yeah, I just don't know if that's a proper use of your as your franchise. I know. The, the, allocating your resources, yeah. right? Uh, ride out twenty twenty four with Higgins on the tag and reassess after the season. See, I think that's you try to win the Super Bowl this year and you know push yeah. your chips in, or trade Higgins post tag to a wide receiver team, needy team willing to give him a contract extension. You'd hate for him to walk just for a third round pick. Yeah, yeah I mean, so if you could tag him, live with that for a while, maybe restructure a deal. Even if he got a two. He was a two. Yeah. If you, you know? get a two before the draft, the receiver-rich draft, you know, then maybe that means you get something. Or you get a young receiver back or, you know. Yeah. I bet Boyd won't be back. No, I think not. For the Cleveland Browns. Quick Browns note. Them losing their well, I guess offensive line also coach, a yeah. Bengals notes too, is the daddy-son combination – this division got hit pretty hard the last couple it weeks. Certainly I mean, did. Yeah. I mean, um, I mean the Steelers think they upgraded the offensive coordinator. They didn't get somebody stolen from them, but everybody else got people stolen. They from all got them. sniped. Yeah, and maybe none bigger than the O line coach in Cleveland. Yeah, that's a big loss for uh, them. He's a great, great uh, coach Callahan. Their thing that Petra thinks they need to do: find a field stretching number two wide receiver. Yeah, I could see that. I mean. It, Watson's going to be the quarterback. In his best days, he was a really good deep passer. You would think the running game, with or without Chubb, should be at least average You know, yeah. with that line to get people off the line of scrimmage and create some big plays. Maybe. But the, I don't know if either one of their tackles will be back, Wirfs or Conklin, uh, Wills or Conklin. Is Darius Smith up? You know, I mean, a couple of things that they just got aren't going to be back And they're not going to be able to afford to, to do everything that they need to do. They really need Cedric Tillman to hit. Mm-hmm. In a big he way. was one of the most disappointing rookie receivers. Him and Quentin Johnston yeah. were really didn't do anything, and I like both coming out. Uh, for the Denver Broncos, trade Jerry Judy or Cortland Sutton. I don't know what you'll or get maybe for both. Him, yeah, I say maybe <laughs> both. Sutton was the much better player of the yeah. two. I don't even I don't know what you would get for Judy. I at this point. What's Judy going to get? I think they picked they did pick up his fifth year option. Yeah, which means so, he's expensive, right? Like so, hypothetical the Steelers are going to trade for Judy. Give you a fifth. He's thirteen million dollars. For it might be an Allen Robinson deal at this point. Yeah, you for know, a like, receiver who might be a knucklehead. 
I think he is. I think he's the most overrated route runner in the league too. Everyone's like, "Oh, the sharp routes." He yeah. runs the wrong route all the time, and he's he rounds them off. He's not a very disciplined player. No, I don't think so either. Uh, for the Texans, go big game hunting. Ooh, I like that. I was about to say, go get like a Saquon or you yeah, know, yeah. I mean, they have some resources. They got a ton of cap space. Don't be foolish about it, but yeah. go get two pieces. One they on got some the interesting guys that are are going to be free agents. Jonathan Greenard. Don't let him go. Uh, Steven Nelson, I think I have to yeah. try to keep him. He's still only he like did 20. The job, he's right. still only like 29. With Stingley on the other side, he's been really yeah. good number two. Uh, Dalton Schultz. Yeah, he he matters to them. Yeah, And this is a guy that I think would be interesting in the Steelers mix. Blake Cashman. Mm, I like him too. Yeah. Kind of reminds me of Tranquil a little bit. Drew Tranquil yeah. is a little bit undersized, solid. Yeah, good in-the-mix guy. Yeah. I thought he really took a step forward this year. Mm-hmm. Um, but they have a ton of cap space. I'm they sure have a ton, there. but yeah. they, you know, he, he's saying, "What about bringing in a guy like Mike Evans, or you yeah. know, uh, go get Daniel Hunter or Legereus Sneed?" Mm-hmm. You know, something yeah, I would like, think it'd they be can on afford defense. to do that. Yeah, I would think it'd be on defense. I mean, I, they have been rumored. I don't know why I keep talking about Barkley there, but I, I keep hearing people bring that up. Um, but you know, D'Amico Ryan's coming from the Niners. Give me one more D lineman. Yeah, you know, like like I don't think. Chris Jones is going to hit the open market, but if he did, oh, yeah, know, something like that, yeah. kind of the Hargrave move. Uh, for the Colts, tag or extend Michael Pittman. We've talked about yeah, that. Yeah, they that got to keep perfect him. sense. Yeah. yeah, solid, solid player. Uh, for the Jaguars, lock down Josh Allen. They He's a good to, franchise. Yeah, they need to do that. Uh, for the Raiders, find their quarterback of the future because he ain't on the roster. He's not on the roster. <laughs> I, I fear for the Raiders. Like I think Pierce is a tremendous story. I don't know how they're going to be any better next year, though. I mean, I could see them being in the fields mix. I could see them doing like a J.J. McCarthy earlier than he should or a Pinnix yeah. or a Knicks or somebody like that. But, boy, they have a lot of roster issues, and I don't know that they're in a good place. I mean, it wouldn't be the worst landing spot for a young quarterback. No. With the receivers that they have. The mm-hmm. offensive line's not terrible. No, no. Uh, you know, so you have some weapons there. You have to, you know, you figure out the running back position, yeah. but you can do that. I mean, the defense was way better when Pierce took over. Yeah. I just don't think they have very good players besides Crosby on that side of the ball. I don't know how sustainable Sometimes it is, you can coach yeah, it up a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, For the Chargers, do some spring cleaning. Yeah. <laughs> I hope Harbaugh's on board with that, not like, let's just pay these guys one more year and I'll win it all, because I think that will be costly. I don't think that's going to get it done there. Uh, so looking at some of these guys here, Mike Williams, a $32.5 million cap yeah. hit. Eric Kendricks, $9.3 million. Dollars. Um, Khalil Mack, Bosa's bad. $38.5 million yeah. for Khalil Mack. Joey Bosa's 36.6, and he's older than what you think. Yeah. Uh, Keenan oh, Allen's Allen. 34.7. We've talked about this a lot. No, they got tons of them. At least four of those guys got to be gone. Got to be gone. And some of them are going to be the Allen Robinson deal. Just give me a seventh-round pick and take him off the books. Yeah. And if you're the Panthers, give me. I'll take Keenan Allen if I got a ton of cap space, but... Still not necessarily a great move. Yeah, the interesting thing about that would be would he be looking at the base salaries of those guys mm-hmm. and what it was what, what it's going to cost somebody who's trading for them. For example, if yeah, you yeah. trade for Keenan Allen, that cap hit uh, is thirty four point seven million dollars. Yeah, but it might only be a ten million dollar salary. You pay him, yeah, yeah, which would make him pretty attractive. Would be pretty attractive, right? Especially if it's a late round pick, salary dump. Yeah, yeah. You know, like one of these ones where we'll give you a, we'll give you a five for Keenan Allen and a seven. 
Yeah, what if you're Houston? Like, <laughs> yeah. I'll put him next to Dell and Nico and be the – we don't have to ask him to catch 12 balls a game, but catch eight, and seven of them are for first downs. Yeah. I wouldn't hate that for the Steelers. No, I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> He's a really good player. Uh, for Miami, release Emmanuel Ogba. Hmm, that's not that big of a move. I wouldn't think so. <laughs> he's thirty. Well, he, his cap hit is seventeen point seven million dollars. He had five and a half sacks mm-hmm. this year. No, I know it's he's, a bad, it was a bad contract. I mean, I know he's getting cut. I mean, I yeah. just don't think that's the earth-shattering move that some of these others are. Yeah, he looks at uh, Jerome Baker's one. another cut candidate at fourteen point eight million. That was a bad deal when they signed. That was it. a bad deal when they signed him. Yeah, uh, and then Xavier Xavier Howard. He's expensive. Huh? $25.9 million. Are you kidding me? Did they sign a defensive coordinator yet? They hire him? Uh, I thought they, they hired... Um, I think they did, but I can't remember off the top of my head. They you didn't you sign, sent me that chart today. that had They didn't trade for Weaver did, or sign Weaver. Uh, that was today, yeah. Yeah, Weaver. Yeah, Weaver for, okay. So yeah. I wonder if they're going to raven it up. Yeah, Weaver's now there. Yeah. Okay. I just don't know. I'm just thinking about Howard. How much do they stress 20, a man-to-man $26 million. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's the kind of guy. Like he gets cut, and you give him ten or twelve. Like I don't even have to give him that much. With right, the, with the injury history and age. Aye, aye, yeah. aye. Uh New even England. When, even when he was considered one of the best corners in the league, I didn't think he was one of the best corners in the league. No, it was more reputation mm-hmm. than anything. Uh, for New England, is build a support system for rookie for a rookie quarterback. I would say just build a passing game. Yeah, they're basically starting from scratch. At least they have money. Um, but, but is anybody going to want to go there at this point? Who knows? I mean, it can't be super attractive. Uh, I'm cu- real curious how their offseason goes. Like, yeah. I wouldn't touch the defense hardly at all. Like, they've talked about even franchising Cal Duggar, which, as a safety, doesn't cost you that much. I don't know if he's a franchisable player. Yeah. I mean, it, on the open market, he'd do well, but he wouldn't be crazy. But their right tackle, Wenahu, is, I always kill his name, is up. None of the receivers do I care about. The running backs are fine. Yeah, and you're gonna have a, probably a third round pick quarterback. That's gonna be a two year g- job at least at to least. create a pass again. For the Jets, fix the offensive line again. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they don't have a second round pick. I don't think they have a lot of money. Becton's gonna leave, and he's been more or less a bust. They did draft Tipman last year, and he'll be in the mix. And Vera Tucker will be back. Tomlinson's a starting guard, so they yeah. probably need. He's got a nineteen million dollar cap hit. Tomlin, Tomlinson does. That's <laughs> when you go shopping on the open market oh, on the first day of free agency. For a guard, two days, two years later, you pay for it. For a guard who's not not like a Pro Bowl type no, guard. Even like when they signed him, like yeah. he was the best guard on the market, and signed him the second day or fr- first yeah. day of free agency. Like if somebody said, "Oh, Quentin Nelson's making eighteen point or counts eighteen. Okay, okay I, I can yeah, buy that. It's cool. He's young. He might even be getting yeah. better. You know, no. So I wonder if he gets cut. It's potential there, yeah. yeah. Opening up holes. For the Titans, find answers on the offensive line. They don't have any. They don't. They got a lot of questions, not a lot of answers other than Pete Skaronsky. Worst roster in the AFC? It's pretty bad. The Patriots would give them a run for the money. Oh, Patriots give them a real good run for the money. Yeah. Patriots D is definitely the best side of the ball of the four. But, man, I mean, they need three linemen, at least one more receiver. And their defense, people think, is good, but... It's okay. Yeah. I mean, who's the stars besides Simmons and, you know. That would be a team I would call by Chooks core for. Yeah, there you go. Like, that would be good enough for them. Yeah, give me a six-round draft pick. Mm-hmm. Or next year's fifth and, yeah. and hope you're really bad. Because, yeah, they're going to be bad again. <laughs> right, yeah. just hope you're really bad, yeah. Uh, and for the Steelers. I mean, they need another running back. They need, like, yeah. everything. Add a running mate for Joey Porter Jr. 
Yes, I 100% agree. Yeah. I mean, that's the one position I would consider Sneed. I mean, it's going to be 18, 19 million. It might even be more than that. That's why I can't get into that conversation because yeah. it'll be a bidding war for him. And, and there are corners in the draft. Yeah. And, I mean, there's options. But if I just am picturing if you had a similar level player to two porters, basically, the defense is pretty close to com- complete. And yeah. you could grind out a lot 17 point wins, you know, yeah. 17, 14 wins. Um, his uh, two considerations, veteran considerations, would be Chidobi, uh, Awuzie, That's a good one. and Adoree Jackson. I'm not a huge Awuzie. I don't, I don't want to do it. And I don't Jackson. want Adoree Jackson. Yeah. Awuzie, I want another 29-year-old corner. Yeah. That's one of the things about signing corners is I don't want to get super old on defense. Right. It's already old and expensive. I mean, like, it, that that would be is, a, until last year, that would be a very unstealer like move. Now, they went mm-hmm. out and signed a lot of these 28, 29 year olds last year yeah. to two year deals. Yeah, but they're guards and, yeah. you know, I mean, Not, it's different to yeah. be top of the market corner on the free agent market. You know, like I, I just pulled out Sneed and I love him and people should watch him on Sunday. He'll, he'll be against number one receivers and he tackles and he's tough. But even him and Johnson from the Bears are the two top corners hitting the market. They're not Dion, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean. Like now, they, Johnson, I would be more inclined to to make a run at because he's twenty six. You're going to get okay, a how full, old Snead? Do you know? If I think right? he's like twenty. He come in the year. He didn't come in as a junior. He was a mid round pick. He's also played some safety, some slot. Yeah. Let me let me see. I mean, I like both the players. I just don't think he might, maybe he's, he's no, he's twenty seven. Okay. Um, they're going to be the two expensive corners, and then it's a drop. And I don't know who like the third guy in the market is. You know, like a Wouzier and those guys are what's. Well, we can take a look at that in the next. Segment yeah, yeah maybe we'll. So maybe we'll take okay. a look and see who's available at those positions. But uh, that's the uh, list on NFL.com of the uh, of what teams need to do. And I can't disagree with that. The Steelers do need to upgrade that second cornerback position. It could go a long way. I mean, to making that defense pretty close to complete. So. I don't. Again, I'm not ready to give up just quite yet, or. or not hold out hope that they may have something there with Darius Rush. Or oh, Corey me too. Trice. Me too. Me too. But that's why I wouldn't. I don't know that I. In that regard, a guy like signing a guy like a Wuzier to a one-year deal mm-hmm. or two-year deal would make some sense. Yeah. If I, don't I know think that, that one of those guys will hit. Or yeah. Dory Jackson, but I know what you're saying. The ten million dollar corner on a one-year deal. That's good. Yeah. He's not going to the Pro Bowl. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know who that is this year. I have to dig into that more. But plus, you don't. You know, you may be sitting there at the twentieth pick or, or you know, your second round pick, and somebody falls into your lap, and you're like, "What? Yeah. I only got two of these guys." Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. I mean, that's definitely a position more the merrier. I'm having a real hard problem, a real hard time, and much time ahead of us. But they're going to have some sp- some money to spend. But like, I love the centers in this draft. I love the tackles in this draft. I love the wide receivers in this draft. I like the corners in this draft. You're not gonna get all them. You're not gonna get them all. You're not gonna get them all. You're not getting you know uh, the Frazier and you know Mims. You yeah. know, and the corner that you love. It's just not gonna work. Not that gonna way. happen. Right. Yeah. Anyways, let's get to a break so we can look at that free agent list here real quick. Uh, he is Matt Williamson. I'm Dale Lally. You're listening to the Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. We'll be back with more right after this. Welcome back. I'm Dale Lally. He is the Matt Williamson. And, uh, Matt, uh, I'm looking here at the list of free agent cornerbacks. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's actually a, not a bad list really? of guys available okay. this year. Uh, we mentioned Adoree Jackson. That, that was I, – I don't love him. He doesn't do it for me. Yeah. Uh, but Kendall Fuller's available. Ah, that's a good one. Yeah. yeah. Quality player. Yeah. yeah. He 
kind of. He's done some slot too. A yeah. lot of slot. That would be what I would be interested in. More of a, a slot type. A guy that, that can play the slot. Mm-hmm. If you have that versatility, it'd be great. You know, when you're out there in base or two corners, he's okay on the outside, but yeah. when then he immediately bumps in. Somebody that covers my butt, give mm-hmm. me an extra, okay. I, Plus, that opens a path for a trice or a rush. To play, a, you know, just you know. to come in and play on nickel and dime. Right, like early. how Porter started yeah. the, the season, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, Let's see here. You get Stephon Gilmore. He's going to be 33, though. Yeah. Um, Michael Davis with the Chargers. Gilmore mm. would be like a Peterson hiring. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, Jeff Akuda, who was with Atlanta last yeah. year. Still 25 years old. He's a former first-round draft pick. He was like the fourth pick in the draft. Was extremely talented. Yeah. Um, Never worked out with Detroit. They traded him for a bag of beans just to get him off the contract to Arthur Smith's team. Yeah. Yeah. Give him a one-year deal. I'm always in favor of super talented former first-round picks that maybe grew up a little bit more, learned how to be a professional. I don't even know what his issues were, but I mean, uh, I, I don't know what he'd cost. I mean, well, according to Spotrac, his market value is four point fourteen point seven million a 14. year, fourteen point seven, which seems a little crazy. I'm not in that. Market, uh, he's, no, the, right. the players they compare him to are Jair Alexander, Denzel Ward, Marshawn Lattimore, and Carlton Davis. He's not been that. All those guys are. Super high picks, except for Davis. Yeah. Just because he was super high pick doesn't mean... I mean, the Lions didn't give him away. He played basically 600 snaps last year and had 44 tackles. No okay. uh, interceptions, no... Yeah. Yeah. I thought you were going to say like five or six million. No, I don't think he's, deal, he's right. not going to get anything close to that. I can't imagine getting 14. Uh, Kenny Moore. Pure slot. A pure slot. Age is the only thing I don't love. He's he's 28. Hmm, I was going to say he's 30. Okay. Um, But they he's logged him. a lot of... I mean, those... Those, they get beat up. They get beat up bad, and they he's not the biggest bad. dude, but he's a good player. He's been one of the best slots in the league for four or five years now. Yeah, I would. I, I can't believe that Indianapolis would let him go, but they did draft. True. A lot of corners. A lot of corners. Do uh, they have a projection on his? They don't. I know some of them they do and some he they made, don't. He uh, made 8.3 last year. Probably that same neighborhood, two-year 15, something yeah, like that. Something that could go lines. wrong, though. Yeah, it could. Awuzie, uh, um, he made 7.2 last year. What's his age? He is tw- he'll be twenty nine. Yeah, I'm sure he's looking for a two year deal. I don't hate it. I certainly don't love it. I don't love it either. Yeah. Uh, Emmanuel Mosley was just with the he's with the Lions. Yeah. Uh, C.J. Henderson. He's kind of the Akuda move. Yeah. Where you just take a chance, and these guys are still twenty five and mm-hmm. super talented. Um, early first round pick hasn't really worked out. Maybe what they were being asked to do in mm-hmm. different defenses. I don't know. Um. And by that logic, too, like Henderson, Trice, Rush, if just one of them hits, yeah, you mean you're fine, you know. Um, Keyshawn Nixon, interesting, great returner, great returner, maybe the best. Well, he's all pro returner, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, very much an emerging slot mostly. But I don't say he's Devin Hester, but I mean he's like super talented dude that's learning the positions and things. I mean he's best with the ball in his hands. You know, you could give him an end around once in a while, put him on the field, but. He's probably twenty five ish, right? He is. He'll be twenty. He'll be twenty seven this offseason. Oh, he came in the league probably pretty old. Yeah, you know. Yeah, maybe. Uh, Rocky Sin, who just uh, finished up with the Ravens, he's been around forever. He's still, just he'll be twenty eight next season. Plays hard. He's been on a lot of different teams. I think he's purely an outside dude. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I don't love that. I think I'd rather go to the draft. Uh, I'm just looking here. Uh, who else we got? There? I don't love the class. Sean Bunting. Um, Shaq Griffin. I mean, the big two are Johnson from the Bears and Sneed for the Chiefs. Yeah. You know, but 
a lot of people would be banging on their doors. Uh, Trey Herndon with the Jaguars. I don't know a ton about him. He's, he's okay. been around for a while. Yeah, yeah he's, he'll be 28 next year. I mean, there'll be three or four that are cut, too. And, yeah. You know, Jari Alexander's a trade consideration, but I'm not giving up a high pick for him with the contract and some other off-the-field How about Dane Jackson? Bring Dane Jackson back to – he's 27. I'd have to study him. He has a reputation of not being real physical. You know, he's kind of a leaner dude, but if I'm only playing him 25 snaps a game or something, spot player, it's not so bad. See, this is what makes Jalen Johnson so – I think he's going to break the bank this mm-hmm. year. He's not even 25 yet. He came, yeah. He came in real young. He's really long. The market value on Jalen Johnson is you're looking at – I'm betting fifteen point five years, seventy eight million. Mm, I was going to guess like eighteen, like fifteen point seven million according, according to Spot Track. But I think there will there'll be there's going to be a big market for him. I'd be in. I'd be very. I interested would be in extremely that number, interested right? in him. Right. Yeah. I mean, if he was uh, three years, fifty two million. Yeah. I mean, I know that's not really their style, but think about the ramifications of the rest of your off season if you make that move. You yeah. Know, like. You still have Trice and Rush sitting there. They may play. They may not. Let them develop. You got two shutdowns, a big word, but you got two big time corners in their prime or younger. You'll find a safety. You'll find a linebacker. Yeah. Then all of a sudden you're drafting tackles and centers and, and a you know, receiver that you didn't quite need. It just has <laughs> such a ripple effect if you could land that dude. It really does. Yeah. But um, there's twenty teams thinking the same thing. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, what about Christian Fulton? I know he did, things didn't mm. work out for him real well in yeah. Tennessee, but again, I don't. I, I don't know what they're being asked to do. You're talking about a guy who's a first round talent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he's he still just size. still just 25. That's a good one. That's a real good one. I, I, I heard his name. Everyone's talking about Johnson at the trade deadline for the Steelers. I heard a lot of people throwing Fulton's name out there too. Tennessee was selling everybody. You know. That's not bad. Do they project his contract? Uh, Christian Fulton. They're saying the market value is six or seven, six point seven million a year. Yeah. Okay. I mean, that's kind of what you're three years, twenty point twenty million. And if it doesn't work out, it doesn't kill you. Yeah. If, frankly, if you signed him and you can't believe Cooper DeGene is still there in twenty, take him. Right. You know what I mean? No, that might be my favorite one for the Bucks so far. Yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, John, I don't know if Johnson's realistic, you know, but yeah, I mean, that's, I, mean I think it sounds great, but I think there's going to be a bidding war for him. I mean, they may franchise him. There's they that got, too. I mean, yeah. They got a ton of space too. I mean, they they can afford anyone they want. Uh, let's see here. Can always bring a Keller Weatherspoon back. I think mm. that's. <laughs> I don't think that's happening. You mentioned Nelson too. He's yeah, older, but uh, here's the market good. value on Legarius Seen. That's why I went here to Spot Track mm. to see what that's good. They're saying four years, sixty-five million. So sixteen point oh. three a year. I thought it'd be eighteen or nineteen. The guys, well, so the the comparisons are Jalen Ramsey, who's getting eighteen point three. Yeah. Uh, Carlton Davis is fourteen point eight. Uh, Shavarius Ward is thirteen point five, and Jamel Dean is thirteen million. How are they paying Carlton Davis and Jamel Dean? I would say the Bucks are spending a lot of money Crazy. on the corners, right? Um, but. Mm, I mean, I'm interested in both those guys, to be honest with you. I mean, one big ticket item at corner, and I think there's only two out there, would really make your offseason a lot easier. And I just see, a t- to your just, point, a team like the Texans or no. t- the, you know, one of these teams that are just loaded with cap space. Bears could do it. Yeah. Or, you know, just, just saying, hey, well, let's, go, let's go do this. No, yeah. It'd be hard to land. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure the Chiefs can – if you're the Chiefs, would you consider – 
franchising Sneed and extending Jones? Because you can't franchise Jones. I don't know if you can keep them both. I, th- I think Sneed's the one that walks. Yeah. And speaking of Chiefs, they have two linebackers I'd be interested in, too. And uh, Gay Jr. And who's the dude we mentioned before? I always forget his name for some reason. Not Tranquil. Tranquil. Uh-huh. Yeah, 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 Tranquil yeah. and William Willie Gay Jr. are both free agents. Yeah. And they have Chanel and they have uh, Bolton. So I bet both those dudes walk. Yeah. So those are guys to watch on Sunday that play a lot that would be in the Steeler rotation. And be they would certainly helpful. look yeah. good in the Steelers. They uniform. run well, yeah. yeah. Anyways, let's get to another break. That's going to do it for hour number one. He is Matt Williamson. I'm Dale Lolly. You're listening to The Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. We'll be back with more right after this. Hey, guys. Back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah. And some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, can a girl go shopping? Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.